Yes, indeed, it is another great morning on the morning machine, the machine that makes your mornings move. You already know what's going on. It is a great end of the week. And at the end of the week, it doesn't stop us from getting the great stories of phenomenal businesses, nonprofit organizations, just powerful people that bring great stories to us. And of course, we have a phenomenal guest today. Today is a day for Monet Sanders, right? That's what I said, Monet Sanders. Make sure you know that name because she was born and raised on the south side of Chicago in the state of Illinois. I had to kind of regenerate those lyrics. But anyway, she is the founder, the president, the CEO of Alopecian Beauty Company. Now, Mind you, she's also a history maker as well. The first black woman in history to become a founder of a nonprofit corporation regarding autoimmune diseases at age 19. So that was a year ago, right? Okay. Just, <laughs> that just was seven it. years ago. <laughs> oh, 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 thanks for the correction. You, you just let me have the compliment. Ouch. She just, she said, mm-hmm. But she... That was about a year ago. But anyway, with that said, she does that meaning she doesn't age, folks. But with that, envisioning this dream at the young age of eight, she started to handcraft custom wigs at 13 years old. And understandably, she is doing so many great things right now to make sure that there are that the women that are out there with diseases that are causing hair loss and a lot of different other things she is making sure that they continue to stay as beautiful as they are and also helping them to be able to embrace it no matter how they decide to do it they will always be beautiful and it's it's basically up to us to let them know. But she's on the front lines of all of this. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, on the morning machine, I've already said her name today. Because today is the day for Monet. The Monet Sanders. Good morning to you. How you doing? Great morning. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And let's take it back to the old school. Let's take it to Union Square. And why do I like to do this? Is because we like to go into the journey. The journey where it started where it started at all. You envisioned this dream at the age of eight. Eight, the number of new beginnings, and it was a new beginning, and here we are living inside of that new beginning at the age of eight. Talk to us about the age of eight. What made this become such a dream and envisionment? Wow, just thinking back as a little girl in Chicago, um, 
it was not easy. It was not easy. We had a lot of fun, <laughs> but it was not easy. Um, and I was always different, like a unicorn. Um, I used to always get like $5 bills and I would save them and put them in an ATM that my mother had bought me. And it was like an ATM that I count the money out and everything. It was like one of my favorite things. So my highlight was to always collect $5 bills and put it in my ATM. Mm-hmm. And I will get the large brat dial head and I would do the brat dial head like I was in a salon, mm-hmm. seriously. And when my friends would come over or family members would come over and they'll try to touch it or anything, I was so defensive about those brat heads. And I was like, no, you're going to mess her hair up. And um, I would just, I took it so serious mm-hmm. at eight years old. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know just yet what that was but looking back that is so interesting and um literally I think that's where it start and then I start taking clients I start taking all my family members they would let me braid their hair I was very good at braiding nice. um so I started braiding hair at eight years old and I was doing family members hair and then it grew from that by the time I was 13 I started handcrafting custom wigs I was um it was eighth grade year right before uh high school and then from there, I started getting better and better with handcrafting wigs. Um, they would look very natural. I would get a lot of compliments on them. Um, people would want to wear mine, you know, because sometimes they couldn't afford the hair quality that was on the wig. So I would let them see mine, and we can see, like, different styles they'll wear. Mm-hmm. They'll wear. I apologize. And it was just a really fun thing, and it was early on before people were even wearing wigs like you know people just thought that wigs were just for like older women or you know something like that Mm -hmm. but it was coming into a new thing and I was so good at them and um so it really kept going from there and then I start taking like clients regarding business Um, and I wanted to move to Atlanta so bad to start my career um, within the cosmetology industry. And my mother, she didn't want me to come here by myself. Mm. That's how we both end up coming to Atlanta. And I came here. I graduated high school early, mm-hmm. 4.0 GPA. Awesome. I had a full ride offer to Georgia State. Awesome. I didn't take it. I just mm-hmm. want to. I want to go to cosmetology school because I already had a full clientele by then. Right. And this was. 2014 Mm -hmm. so um i went to paul mitchell Mm -hmm. right here in atlanta graduated that early as well awesome and i got my cosmetology license Mm -hmm. so i was at that time i've been already growing women hair back they was calling me the growing hands Man, I've met so many people in the beauty industry, the medical industry. I got my first booth at the Bronner Brothers. Nice. Um, I was what eighteen years old. Um, what was that for my company? Like? Oh my god, it was amazing because I always will visit the Bronner Brothers and I will go on the free member pass and pass out my business cards and brochures. And then I was like, one day, like I really want to get a booth for Alopecia Beauty Co. and Elizabeth Marie, like. I really want to get a booth and be able to expand. And I remember being a little discouraged even at that Bronner Brothers because some of those professionals there, they were huge celebrities. And K, your booth was like kind of right next to ours. Mm-hmm. 
And her booth was like amazing, and ours was like kind of basic because it was our yeah. first time. Mm-hmm. And I kind of looked like, oh, I can't wait to come back and be able to have a booth like that. It was like very inspiring, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of got to see, like, as a business owner, mm-hmm. like the business owner side, how you can properly set up for trade show events. Right. And um, the radio station actually called me to be on the radio that day, which was a V103. Mm-hmm. Just from that Bronner Brothers show. So uh, Rashad Ritchie was actually the one that did my interview. Yeah, that's right. Morris Brown's uh, Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, how about he that was the first person that believed in me regarding media. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. It is. And, you know, it's, it's very interesting because you're doing this at 18. There's not a lot of... Even even if you're a cosmetology student, there's not a lot of people that can say that they were in the same position as you at the age of 18. We don't even know if you barely out of high school or you you already in college or what. You're there. Yes. And you're behind the scenes. You have a booth. So even though you didn't have the greatest looking booth or anything like that. And you were next to a celebrity booth that had it all, even the celebrity presence. What tools and concepts were you able to take from that experience? Because your first is always your first Mm -hmm. and it's never going to be the same. It's always going to elevate to the next one and the next one and the next one Mm -hmm. or whatever opportunity that you get, you're going to continue to elevate from there. But what did you learn in that moment that made you want to do something different the next time mm-hmm. you enter a, a trade show like Bronner Brothers? Um, one of the biggest things I learned was your product. Make sure you have enough product and you actually have a product. Um, in that time, we didn't have a product. You know, we oh. were more of advocacy, mm-hmm. research, um, and I did of course, cosmetology for clients. Yeah, so, it was just you were making people aware. Exactly. So we had services. Mm-hmm. We did not have a product just yet. Mm-hmm. So um, we learned that this was a trade show that products go a long way, right? right? Mm-hmm. So um, that was one of the biggest things. We could have made a lot more money if we had a product. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing was your team. Making sure you have a team that is... Um, organized, know what they're there to do, and give each person an agenda. That way they can only focus on that. The third thing would be um, moving your equipment in, making sure you have the proper um, tools and uh, handbags and different things to bring in your equipment that you're setting up your booth with. That mm-hmm. is very helpful for any entrepreneur starting and it's their first time at a trade show. And then just your marketing collateral. It will be number four for me. Your marketing collateral, making mm-hmm. sure your collateral looks classy, uh, great to the eye, inviting, happy with smiles, or you know, just great words or energy to bring in people. Make sure your contact information is on there. Um, so people can always contact you even if it gets old like even if that flyer is old keep something like a a number or email or social media where people will still find that even if the date has passed so those will be the four biggest tips awesome and 
You know, it's interesting. I notice in your bio, it says a woman of pure utopianism. Now, let me, for the listening audience, define that. The belief in or pursuit of a state in which everything is perfect or as on the outside typically regarded as unrealistic or idealistic. Mm -hmm. Why do you say that about self? Because people can look at you on the outside and think it's perfect think you're so, especially when you're beautiful like they think it's easy for you you have it made you know you get a whole bunch of support um and it, it's no hard work really involved right mm. but even in the beauty even in the mentality that i have um being very educated and driven not only by God, oh my God, but I'm driven by my community and I'm really impacting a community. I think what's on the inside is so important about a person. That's why for my for-profit, Elizabeth Marie, is beauty from within, you know, and it literally says there's luxury to diversity. That is so important. And even with Alopecia Beauty Code slogan, create smiles daily. Like these are exterior things that we be valuing, but what are you on the inside? How are you feeling on the inside? Things cannot always be perfect all the time, Mm -hmm. but you can be perfectly made from God. You can be perfectly made from God, but it's not always going to be that way. So I think utopianism is a really significant word um, that describes me and the good, the bad, the ugly, the hard work, the tears, Mm -hmm. you know, and then wrapping it up to a black excellence package. Mm. I think that's more of where Mm. that came from. Mm, wrapping it up into a black excellence package. I like how you say that because a lot of us think that, especially here in Atlanta, where it basically the consensus says it's black Hollywood and nobody's going to, you know, stand against that because it truly is. There's so many studios, there's so much going on here. And your favorite celebrity has a residence somewhere in one of these counties or rapper. So your favorite celebrity has a residence somewhere around these surrounding counties or even in in downtown Midtown. Either way you look at it, no matter how you slice it, everything is not always perfect, but that doesn't that doesn't diminish their black excellence and that's the thing that a lot of us fail to realize especially a lot of outsiders they they fail to realize that and so what would you say is best in that if there you know you run into the you know some outside noise because Mm -hmm. i'm sure in the challenges the many challenges of building this 501c3 organization right you've had to encounter some challenges and there's a lot of them come from the outside some can be internal you could get in your own way too what challenges did you face or what was your biggest hurdle at least you probably had many challenges but what was the largest hurdle that you've had to overcome in the development of this 501c3 
Honestly, my biggest issue has been a team. Mm. Um, a lot of people, and I, everyone know, I'm very honest. A lot of people want to be the chief, but they don't want to be a part of a team. Mm -hmm. They want to be the chief, but they don't want to be collaborative. Um, and don't even really realize that <laughs> I don't even want to be the chief sometimes, okay? Because the chief, everything falls down on you. If it does not work, if it fails, if the money is more than the balance that's in your account, it falls on the chief. Um, so I think a team has been my biggest hurdle with the organization, just trying to get a diversity and a diversified um, board and organization together and come together to be collaborative, not competitive. Competitive only drives you so far, but collaboration is key. Um, and I try to educate that throughout our communities, throughout states, locally, nationally, internationally. I educate this. And the more that we can get our people to understand that collaborating with the next person who has something that you are missing mm -hmm. And you have something that they are missing, and you guys put it together. It's gonna create a bigger impact, and it always will. That's why they say two is better than one. Mm -hmm. So I think the team has been one of the biggest uh, challenges. And then for outside noise, you know, people will say, I don't know what they say. Honestly, I am so focused. Right. I don't. I don't know. No one focused like me. It's probably one person. My best friend Dante, um, Dante Watkins, and he is twenty six years old, just like me, and he is amazing. I'm talking about. He is being. He's going to get his JD right now. He was our first supporter, and he became the CFO because he has a financial background mm -hmm. as well. Um, and he is a huge advocate, uh, avid, uh, activist, I apologize, in the state of Georgia. He won awards and everything for mm -hmm. this. This man is 26 years old. He's been a DeKalb County police officer already. So it's like he's the only person that I've met that's kind of like with that drive and so young. Mm -hmm. But the only other person that has accomplished uh, the rate I'm going is Oprah. That's the only other person mm. I can think of, Oprah Winfrey. And I just try to be focused on the cause, the mission, um, the positivity. Mm -hmm. And I love, I really enjoy helping people find their purpose. And people literally tell me, like all different forms of people, all nationalities, they tell me that I help people feel seen. And I know mm -hmm. that's a God-given gift. Um, so I think with the noise, the outside noise, I don't pay attention to it as, as much as a lot of people do. I think I just try to figure out, okay, is this someone that I can maybe just have a conversation and then maybe they won't feel that way anymore? Because mm -hmm. sometimes just a conversation is needed. And True. then you guys can be stronger from there. 
But if you don't try to make that initiative, you're trying to be all sassy too. It's like well, you got, you can never really get anywhere like that. Right. So I think uh, for entrepreneurs coming up under me, business owners, professionals, don't worry about the outside noise as much. You can um, correct the people who are for you. You can correct things with those people. Absolutely. People who are not for you, don't correct them. Well, there you go. And, you know, it's so interesting because you mentioned that you make a lot of smiles daily and that it looks like you have a team that makes you smile now. So that means it smiles all around daily. And that's also part of the mission of Alopecia Beauty Co. is to create smiles daily, improve the lives of autoimmune hair loss disease sufferers by providing cranial prosthesis you're going to get me on that one prosthesis how many people got that one wrong right but educating that's okay i'm glad it's okay look yet again but you learn and now you know and it's okay to not know something because everybody can't have everything or everybody can't be great at everything and that is perfectly okay yeah but the listeners gonna roast me they ain't gonna stop that (laughs) educating others on the conditions and funding research to develop cures that's what they do on the morning machine our organization serves a great need for children men and women across the world and that is the mission statement so speak more in elaborate form about that mission statement man and why that's so important to you man it's so deep and um i honestly think god has blessed me has blessed the people who have came across the organization and it's so powerful because so many women men and children are undergoing autoimmune diseases Mm. in silence yes and they suffer they don't know who to turn to they they look for you know someone to give them this hope right or that can find a solution. Mm. So with that mission, not only do we want to advocate and get legislation involved mm-hmm. to pass bills regarding alopecia, lupus, and cancer, we want medical centers, we want medical research, deeper diving medical research Mm. regarding these autoimmunes we want to ensure that we educate communities from here on to italy Mm. (laughs) what it is where it comes from how can you treat it is it curable you know what treatments are best for you out there and we want to do this approach customized to each individual because alopecia is very tricky it can be um it can attack one follicle differently of one person in a total different way for another um so we want to make sure something is custom and comfortable and fitting to you and your lifestyle and your lifespan right Mm. 
Um, so I think that mission covers all of that. And it is a long drive. I know it's not going to be easy, you know, because these medical centers have never been done. It's an innovative approach. Mm -hmm. Um, it's so early on. We don't have many trichologists yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to add to that as well, having more trichologists, um, to be a part of our organization and even bring on the youth to make sure they know what trichology is right. and hair loss and autoimmunes and what that is so they can go get certified and, and, and build a career because it is a, a living in that because it's too many people suffering and not enough solutions. Absolutely. And you know, it's so interesting. There is... A lot of families, especially African-American families, that are dealing with alopecia. The myth that a lot may not know about is that the myth that's always said is that alopecia is just alopecia. It's just, what, one form of it? No. No. So now I ask you, just how many different forms of alopecia are there so it's about eight to ten alopecias um the top three that most people know of or at least heard of is Mm -hmm. alopecia areata Mm -hmm. alopecia universalis and um alopecia totalis so totalis is when you're going under treatment you Mm -hmm. have to go total under uh I want to say rehabilitating treatment regarding the alopecia. Mm-hmm. Um, your alopecia areata is where it's a spot, whether it's on your head, your eyebrow, armpit. It can be any place that hair grows. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know that. Wow. Um, and then you have alopecia universalis. That's when you go bald on the entire body. Um, wow. It's no hair present on your whole body. Not, e- not even like arms, legs. Nope. You lose your armpit hair, your eyebrows, your hair, everything. Wow. You have no hair on the body. Wow. The autoimmune has attacked every hair follicle in the body. That's How, what that is. So now that stems another question. When when you're looking at where the alopecia has has taken every bit of hair, it doesn't. It's not just a hair that you used to get cut, or you're you're shaving, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about there. You you don't even have eyebrows. You don't have lashes. You don't have arm hair. You don't even have the little follicles of hair on your fingers. Yes. Let alone everything else that may not need to be mentioned on here. But y'all know what I'm talking about. But when you're, have you ever seen a case like that? And is that common amongst African-Americans, the total loss of hair oh yes yes like even the eyebrows are just i've seen the go bald situation on a lot Mm -hmm. i know a couple of people that have went totally bald right right but they still have their eyebrows they have you know, they'll still have their eyebrows for the fellas. They'll still have the mm-hmm. beard to goatee. They'll still have at least, hair you on know, their on their hands. Or Now, if yeah. you meet someone that has 
alopecia universalis, they don't have none of that. Now, they might might have went and got micropigmentation or microdermatation oh. to get eyebrows on, or they draw them on. Oh, And that's what gotcha. you may see. Um, but hmm. those women, men, and children are bald on the entire body. My grandmother is one. And um, it's a deep thing, and it's millions of people with it. Hmm. Millions, all nationalities, any age, see both genders. That's why I said we, you know, if we're going to debunk a myth, that's uh, a myth that's kind of said amongst a lot of the black community. Mm-hmm. Let's clear the air now, because the more we clear the air now, the more susceptible people will be to take action when they may find this going on or they have some kind of form of it and they can get some type of treatment before it com- you completely lose it. Definitely. That's the importance of this particular question and this trajectory of the conversation. Um, because we everybody thinks alopecia is the same, mm-hmm. and it's really, not. it's really not. Now, you said there are 10, and we only know of three. What are the other seven? So we have androgenic alopecia, which is a pattern of hair loss. Typically, this is uh, most men cases. This would be the cases. male pattern baldness ordeal yes. in short? Oh, yes. Okay, that's certainly. what it's called. Okay. And most, you know what's funny? Most men think that they just bald and, you know, they just go bald. They don't even know that that's alopecia. That's what it's called. It's literally a form of alopecia, and they don't know. And you'll, it's so surprised. They'll be like, that, well, no, I'm just a man who, I went bald. And you're like, like, no, it's why LeBron alopecia. went bald at 20, in his 20s? Yeah, yeah. That's why LeBron went bald? Yes, okay. it's alopecia. So, so that means you NBA players <laughs> yes. ain't fooling nobody. Yes, but, and they won't, they would just think it's something different. Like, they'll be like, no, it's just, you know, I'm a man, I'm 30, I got baldness, that's it. And you're like, no, no this is the correct term for its alopecia thank you for clearing it up so nba ball players out here you, if y'all bald already and you're in your 25 or, or what 24 23 something whatever don't be given by nobody no other explanation please check it out yes. please please just be honest with us yes you know it ain't it ain't alopecia. for the it ain't for the look y'all That's ain't fooling right. nobody and bald is sexy now nah. <laughs> But you know, like you can. She probably you, really thought that is. What I she mean, was just I mean, trying to say I, it's she so many that. beautiful women, men with bald heads, honey, and they're beautiful. So right. I think that honestly, being honest and just kind of, I don't even think they try to just stay away from that. I think they just really, honestly think it's something different. I think it's they true. just think it just they have no awareness it. of it. But yeah, they have no awareness because I it. didn't know until today, years old. <laughs> Yes. Clearly, that that was a form of alopecia. Yes, sir. <laughs> Even down to the decision that you make, that could be alopecia. And but because it, it's not something that's discussed, right? Those ball players that are going ball, those you know what I mean, Kobe. What late great Kobe Bean Bryant went bald at some point in his career. Definitely. <laughs> he had a whole afro as number eight. When he changed to 24, he went bald. He did. So, so tell me 
I'm not tripping here. It was yeah. that was a and he didn't know, and you know it was so early on then, so right. he just didn't know. Right, but that's honestly or that's he the correct or term. he knew on the side, but he just walked into practice with a ball and left it there right. for a reason. But a lot of a lot of especially celebrities and ball players, they're not going to let you know. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact. That brings me to this question, because when people think of alopecia these days, and I think this is going to constitute the other six that we have to get to, which we are going to get to, Jada Pinkett Smith Mm -hmm. and her form and level of alopecia, Mm -hmm. which may have to deal with one of the six that we are talking about. Mm -hmm. So... I'll let you go ahead and get to the six before we even answer that. Yes. Now, I haven't done my deeper research on Jada Pickett, but um, from what I've seen, she has alopecia areata. Ah. So it's where it's just um, balding in spots. She Mm -hmm. hasn't lost all the hair on her entire body. Mm -hmm. Um, She still has her eyebrows, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And And now that you've answered that question, to the other six. Yes, so then you have chemotherapy-induced alopecia, which is anagen, effluvium. Yeah, my late mother dealt with that one. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, so that's the term for that one. Then you got frontal fibrosing alopecia, known as scarring alopecia. Mm -hmm. Then you have lynching uh, piano players. It's a scarring alopecia as well, and that's when your scalp is filled. It feels raw. It's very painful. Um, You can be allergic to things that you typically were not allergic to when you had hair on your head. Mm. Um, It it kind of is like a a burning sensation. That's the type of alopecia that one is. Mm. Then you have telogen effluvium. Uh, This one runs in men uh, more than women, uh, especially the cases I have seen so far in my life. I'm still young and growing and learning. Um, And then you have uh, trichotremia, and that's when you get alopecia from hair pulling. So if someone's to pull your hair or say um, people yanking wigs or weaves or extensions, or, or things of that nature. Or you pull your own hair out because yes, you're annoyed. or from stress and yeah, you're pulling stress. it out, mm-hmm. or domestic violence and mm-hmm. it get pulled out. Um, that's the type of alopecia for that one. Wow. And it's typically, um, it'll tri- it's basically a trigger. So you can get pulled out in one area, and then it could trigger other areas. So that's that type of alopecia. Wow. And then we already went over alopecia universalist. So, yeah, so all of them. speaking of <laughs> alopecia uni- universalist, it seems like we got alopecia university over here <laughs> yes. because we are learning something this morning. And thank you so much for you know basically giving us uh, the different viewpoints of that. There is a phenomenal event coming up from what I gather Alopecia Beauty Co. is presenting their President's Golden Endeavors Charity Ball. Tell us a little bit about that. Man, um, what an honor. Um, So the organization, we came together and we were thinking like, 
I want to have a birthday celebration, but I didn't want to just have a regular birthday celebration for my own good. Mm-hmm. I want to be wrapped around a special, special cause to me. And you know that cause is autoimmune diseases, awareness yes. in medical research and life sciences. So we were like, oh my God, we should have like a president's ball. And, you know, we can make it a, a charity event and all the proceeds raised at the ball will be towards our medical center fund. Um, so that's when we approved it on the board and it was history. So this event is going to be very, very inspiring because not only are we going to honor, of course, me as the president there. It's my birthday. We're going to have a great time. But we're going to highlight the importance of beauty and diversity. We're going to highlight um, not only beauty and diversity. We're going into my endeavors. So we're going to take it back a little bit to mm-hmm. all the different things regarding the organization's presence or milestones mm-hmm. um, as my golden endeavors. And we're going to do 27 of those since I'm turning 27 years old. Nice. So um, it's going to be a purpose-packed event, uh, friends, family, uh, colleagues, uh, business professionals, government officials, people flying in all over the states we got chicago miami new york dallas coming in Uh, oh my god a lot of people are coming Mm -hmm. in so um i'm looking to have support i'm reaching out to our legislators uh government officials um our previous state reps former Mm -hmm. state reps will be there so um i'm just looking to get everything together and the organization's backing it and i'm i'm just really proud of this event i think this event is going to be really excellent for our community because it's going to be right in decatur it's going to be greater yes where it's greater it's going to be at the 5k lounge and venue and the business owner actually donated this facility for this special event nice nice And, and and see that's the thing you know when you have those nice people out there that really believe in you Definitely. and want to see you not only reach your goals but they want to see you reach those goals for other people yeah. because there's some out there that are dealing with it through a friend a family member a significant other or what have you, or they're dealing with it themselves and they have no idea that they are. And that is the tough part about it that a lot of them don't know. But it's up to organizations such as Alopecia Beauty Co. to make sure that the awareness is there. And, oh, this is going to be amazing. So let's ask this what are the details for the President's Golden Endeavors Charity Ball? So it's going to be an inspiring ball for a woman of perseverance. We will highlight her milestones in the community and the lives she's impacted. Um, remember, I was telling you guys, 27 endeavors, so we're going to go into those things. So people who maybe have been a supporter of Alopecia Beauty Co. 
um, they will already kind of know some of these things and be reminded and say, wow, we came this far. And then for people who say maybe don't know much about Alopecia and Beauty Co., but they're there maybe to support personally or they know me personally, um, they will get to see all the work we have done, um, all the different special moments um, that were special for the community as well. Um, they will get to highlight and see those things um, and it be front face within an event like live action um my biggest purpose is a fundraising goal we, we have to raise a million dollars for our medical center fund mm -hmm. to open an innovative medical center here in atlanta that's for alopecia lupus and cancer individuals that's impacted and that center will be so inspiring because it's not one center for this yet and to make atlanta our first place for this where we will highlight medical research life sciences and a community based organization in one mm. building i think is something that is so far uh just the innovation is amazing on it and it's very needed it is a needed thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm looking forward to having medical professionals, our legislators, um, you know, people come in that are in seats of power that can support us and help us raise a million dollars and get to our goal mm -hmm. so we can help more people and have a medical center based here in Georgia that will be so substantial. Absolutely. Substantial it will be. And I know that with certainty, you will reach your goal. And I'm glad you want Georgia to be the first, but I feel like there's going to be more surrounding us to come, not just Georgia, the Carolinas, and so many other different places that do not have the total access to any kind of medical facility like that yet. And mo there's a lot that have not been placed around this country and guess what you're going to be the one to do it so yes, that we God. love speaking we we love speak, speaking life so what are the tickets like what, what what is it going to take for us to get in Definitely. So to RSVP, it's a $50 donation. Mm -hmm. Your donation is 100% tax deductible. Mm -hmm. You will receive a Mediterranean buffet dinner. I'm um, sorry, a who? A Mediterranean buffet Mediterranean? dinner. Mediterranean? Yes, sir. <laughs> we ain't talking about the cruise. We're going to have a whole Mediterranean dinner. <laughs> yes, sir. You heard what she said. <laughs> You will receive your Mediterranean dinner buffet. Um, you get a cocktail with that as well, and then a wellness kit. <laughs> we better be leaving with a wellness kit because after all that Mediterranean cuisine, we might be sitting there with an itis with a wellness pack. We might need to use that wellness pack because yeah. we're going to have an itis trying to, trying to get up from the seat. <laughs> oh, it's not going to be a cookout now. <laughs> No, it's not, but because the food is so good, people would just kind of, yeah, you know, we black. No, let me stop. Let me stop. You, you, I mean, it's true, but you know, we black anyway. But, um, I will ask this though. What has been the one piece of advice that you have 
receive from anyone from your your journey of eight all the way till now what has been the biggest piece of advice that continues to stick resonate with you and you stand on it to this day so my favorite quote i have a quote and then i have a piece of advice from a personal family member Mm -hmm. my favorite quote is use your voice for your kindness your ears for compassion your hands for charity your mind for truth and your heart for love that's one of my favorite quotes and then a word of advice one of them because I have many is scared money doesn't make any money <laughs> and that is a fact when I say this can be funny it can be simple it can be you know you can, can think be a like screamer. yeah you can think that no th- that's not right if you apply this to every part of your life whether it's money whether it's an activity whether whatever you cannot live in fear you cannot be scared you have to be brave jump out there risk take risks don't try to kill yourself but take risk calculated risk and you cannot be scared or you will scare away your money. Your money needs to n- love you and not scare you. <laughs> right. Just think of it that way. Don't scare your money, y'all. <laughs> because we are so good at doing that sometimes. We will either do one of two things. We will talk our talk the way out the money mm-hmm. or we'll talk our way out of something else we will talk our way out of a great opportunity that's right before us but we'll overthink it or what have you yes no need to overthink it yes and i was just gonna say don't scare away opportunity that's the biggest thing scare money don't make money and don't scare away opportunity exactly you cannot be timid you have to go for it and this is what she's been doing Monet's been going for it, and look at what's going on now. So, you definitely want to make sure that you are assisting in the goal. You know what the goal is. She's already explained it. Show up to the President's Golden Endeavors charity ball, and make sure that you bring a friend to bring a friend to bring a friend that will believe in this organization because they will do what they need to do to be able to save your family member and when i say save meaning if they if that person doesn't feel like they're beautiful or for a guy's side if they feel like they're aging and because they have to go bald then It could turn their mental health down a road that you may not be ready for. You you may not be ready to deal with. So in order to prevent that, there's organizations or really one organization that we are speaking of in general that will make it happen. And this is why you have to show your support right now. So. After 
the president's Golden Endeavors charity ball. What's next for Alopecia Beauty Co.? Well, when we raise our million dollar goal, Mm -hmm. we will pick a piece of land that we already cited and get started on the project Mm -hmm. of building. And then we have other smaller community events that are so in. They are a huge impact and changing lives, but they're just a little bit smaller. Um, that's coming up on the calendar. And if you visit alopeciabeautyco.org, mm-hmm. you can go under Get Involved and you'll see all our upcoming events. We have the President's Ball. We have the Leaders Brunch. This is our third annual Leaders Brunch coming up in March. That's mm-hmm. on March 2nd. And then we have our seventh annual Gala mm-hmm. that is here in Atlanta. That's going to be a ALC Valor Gala. Mm-hmm. ALC stands for Alopecia, Lupus, and Cancer. Mm-hmm. It is an awareness dinner. Um, and we're looking forward to having um, some big, big parts in this one we've been communicating with the lupus founder mm-hmm. uh, of the foundation and she, the president she loves the idea and we're looking forward to reaching out to the president of the american cancer society for us all three to collaborate on that gala awesome. and then we even are branching out we're expanding to new york city we See, have our, a runway show <laughs> Look at that. How about we, we already York said City. you're going to be in another city? Yeah, we're going to be there May 19th okay. for our runway show that will highlight diversity, transformations, and autoimmune diseases. So um, that's going to be huge for the life science community um, there in New York. And speaking with assistant of um, Mayor Eric Adams, speaking with them, and he's funding so much for life sciences in New York mm-hmm. City. Um, so we're definitely going to make sure we're there and we're expanding because there's a lot of people undergoing alopecia there and it's no support organization there absolutely wow what's next is going to be uh pretty great for you you know what i mean great for the organization but even greater for the people who are dealing right now so you are doing a phenomenal job and you definitely keep up the good good. work yes he is all the time time. and all the time god is good i thank god for everything and you know that and you know that and the blessings continue to flow that's why you never never (laughs) excuse me I apologize, but you know, see when when you when you have those type of things, you you, you got to do what you got to do. Anyway, so that's why I was speaking with you, saying, make sure that if your goal is to have that million dollars in February, and not have it wait till the end of the year, then let go and let God, yes, let Him work don't let them take it away from you because you said ah no but you said at first you wanted it here so i put it here that's right but it looks like you did pretty well here so yeah so with that either way great organization to support and you need to support today and how please tell us how Definitely. We can go ahead and do that. 
Yes, so you can support by visiting alopeciambeautyco.org. Um, you can go under the Get Involved tab, the Donation tab, or the ways to donate. We actually have available different ways you can donate that we didn't used to have available as a growing organization. Mm -hmm. We now have available for you. You can uh, donate. We have a program under Amex where you can donate reward points to our organization and that counts as charity dollars. Mm -hmm. You can donate by ETFs, um, DAFs. Um, DAF funds is really a big thing with crypto and um, donating crypto test you can donate land uh real estate uh rvs cars um different items that maybe you want to give away or maybe it's just filling up your garage and you're like hey i want to get rid of this you know you can send those things in we can literally give a hundred percent uh tax deduction regarding it um and a tax receipt and then when it comes to wigs, maybe you have like wigs, hair items, beauty products, things of that nature that are um, new or not used, things of that nature. Um, you can actually fill out our donation form online and then you can ship it in. And we will actually surprise that to someone who's undergoing hair loss. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a lot of ways you can support. Um, our biggest right now we're focused on is our medical center fund and mm -hmm. our life sciences fund. Um, we are looking to build a council and a, a committee members for different committees. We have seven new committees this year as well. So that's the really biggest thing, having people sit on our committees and support with their time and their expertise. Mm -hmm. And then the second would be monetary donation toward our medical center fund so we can get to that million dollar goal and get a medical center open immediately for undergoers of alopecia, lupus, and cancer. Absolutely. And we can't wait. We cannot wait we, because you're going to be back here talking about it when it happens. Certainly. So you already know what time it is. Your family now, you can't get rid of me even if you try. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> God bless you. And um, you're, also on, you're also on social media, right? Yes, sir. We're on social media on all major platforms, Alopecia and Beauty Co. across the board. Um, me personally, my social media is Monet Sanders, M-O-N-E-E -E, Sanders, Across the board, uh, you can type it in Google. You, you'll see a lot of press, uh, our social medias. You see everything across the board with just our names. Absolutely. And please do your part to support this phenomenal organization. They are doing it. They will continue to do it. And you're going to be you're going to be sorry later you're going to regret it later when you find out what they're about to do after they clinch all of these goals reach all of these goals so just letting you know ahead of time so the best way to alleviate that is to support right now right now that's all you have to do you know just show your love show your support and figure out how much of a long way it will go. Monet, thank you very much for being on the Morning Machine this morning. We had a phenomenal conversation, and um, you you got a seat for me at the table. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do. <laughs> Absolutely. Love thank it, love you. it, love it. And with that, uh, we got some more music for you right here on the Morning Machine. Ciao.